Hi, everybody. My name is Misha, a.k.a. Refilling My Wallet. And my name is David. And this is Thicker Bread. All right. Welcome back. Yes. We're recording ahead of time, so hopefully this comes out on Wednesday. Yes, I believe it will. <laughs> I believe it will. Consistently inconsistent. Um, Knock on wood. Hopefully the kiddo stays asleep for the next hour. And hopefully this actually records. I have faith. <laughs> In technology? Yes. All right, all right, all right. So, anything new? Anything you want to talk about on the intro of the, the podcast before we dive into our actual, you know, content? Uh, it's been pretty quiet, I think. Knock on wood. Yes, knock on wood. So, nothing nothing exciting going on right now. Yes, that's Which good. Which is good. That's yes. good. We'll take it, right? No news is good news sometimes. No news is good news. Okay, so I wanted to just, like, clean up anything from the last week's podcast which we talked about get smart with money the documentary on netflix yep only this isn't really going to relate to the podcast or to the documentary so it's not a spoiler um a lot of people told me they did watch it though and they loved it so yeah it was really good i feel like i want to recommend it to quite literally everybody (laughs) um so i was thinking like watching that is kind of like watching like one of those like dating reality shows like love is blind yeah and it's so easy from the outside to tell someone else what to do like with their money with their love life with their health did you feel you wanted to do that with these people well like i mean even you even you though like when you were like oh she's spending 750 dollars on um takeout yeah like she could just put that towards health insurance it is very easy to look at someone else's situation right and be like on paper i can tell you exactly what you're doing wrong yeah i feel well, like it's the same with like relationships too though like which they even talked about it it's more of a mental thing sometimes when it comes to this stuff but i also think that there is some value in getting an outsider's perspective yeah i agree because it's like therapist for example you know yeah. sometimes it's good to not have somebody that you know because i have heard like when you go to your friends for advice they want to support you and usually they'll be like yeah yeah even if they don't mean it <laughs> so gas me up, gas me up. <laughs> um no i just think um i don't know i feel like there's merit if okay when we were like not doing great financially a couple years ago um we built up all the debt and um like just weren't we're spending essentially the credit cards like living our lives terribly do you think at that time there's you could have asked somebody for help like not for financial help but how many years ago are we talking about well let's five maybe five years ago like Uh, would you have is there anyone that you felt like you could have asked like hey can you figure out why we suck at money can you look at our budget and tell us what we're doing wrong um i probably could have but i didn't like do you think it's something you would have done i mean obviously you didn't do it but like looking back would you tell yourself like hey go ask so-and-so for money or not for money for help with i was about to say money. um uh, i should have because i was a financial advisor <laughs> loosely uh, we talk about we've talked about your financial advisor job and how i believe it to be a scam um so, <laughs> so yes i because I mean, it was a scam um i mean it was sort of it was sort of dumb for me not to for us not to do better because i literally pause. Was, you did help my friend set up a roth ira 
that was not scammy as a financial <laughs> i'd like to just make that clear that was a non-scammy thing and that i you did, did other things i did help people with their life okay but when your boss looked at our budget yes and told me when i like had my job making 14 dollars an hour whatever the hell i was making said okay your problem is you don't have enough money coming in and i was like yes i would agree with you <laughs> and then he said great sign up for life insurance i know that was terrible advice that is but it's i mean it's because his job was a salesperson yeah his job wasn't to yeah, really was strict, advise commission me. so he's trying to get me some commission but also you scammed me apparently yeah <laughs> um so yeah. okay so i i should have known seeing as the profession i started out in okay but I don't feel like that job was, like you just said, it wasn't there to like teach people how to budget. You didn't mention index funds. Like Those aren't the things that that job was there for. So like your job title, yes, you should have known. But like they weren't, you were not set up to do that. You were set up to sell life insurance. Correct. So we reviewed people's budgets and we did help people with budgets. But at where I was at currently in the company, I needed to make money. So it was more like let's try and get some business going. So I <laughs> I feel like if there was a friend, if there was like someone we could have gone to or even a family member and been like, hey, like this is our financial state. What are we doing wrong? Yeah. I feel like I would have listened. If I, if I got to the point where I'm, if I'm at the point where I'm asking someone for help, I think I'm going to listen. Yeah. You don't think you would have? You no, don't think you would have didn't. asked, and you don't think you would have listened? Uh, I think I would have listened, but I don't think I would have asked. Because we did not ask. I, I don't know who I would have asked. I see. Like, do you? Do you have, like, a person in mind? You don't have to say their name on the podcast, but do you have a person uh, in mind that you would have asked? I would have asked our agency manager. <sighs> because I think if we're talking five years, I left that company, and... I mean, he would have been more than happy to have me as, like, a client. I know, but my problem with this client-based company job that you had was it was geared towards well, the no, selling. Like, I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is if I would have went to him, hey, I left the company, it would they would have not been trying to sell me. It would have been like, okay, let's get they, you straightened out. I feel like they might have tried to sell you on their probably, products. Probably a little bit, but... Uh, at the end of the day, I, I, they know I now know about what they're trying to sell me. <sighs> that's probably the only person I would have asked. Because that's the only person that I could think of at that time to go ask. I feel like there are people like, if I knew them as well as I know them now, I could probably ask them. But I don't know if I would have asked them at that time. Five years ago, I don't know if I would have asked people. Yeah, I agree. But... I do, like, now, if we were struggling, there are people that I would be like, hey, like, can you look at this and see what you think that we're, like, missing? Like, what are we missing? Yeah, I agree. Now now it's way different. Because we're more comfortable talking about it and stuff. Yes. I just feel like looking, like, an outsider's perspective onto your budget, especially from a friend, like, someone that you trust, someone who's at minimum decent with their money, (laughs) would be beneficial for people. But I feel like people are very embarrassed and that shame towards their money to like show someone your three months of statements is an incredibly vulnerable thing to do well and two you're showing people what you make some people don't want you knowing that whether it's good or bad (laughs) yeah yeah that's true too like it's just a lot of 
I don't know. I just wish that people were more comfortable with it because I feel like maybe people wouldn't be as screwed. Well, well, I think that's the culture shift that we got to change where people are comfortable and it's something we talk about just like anything else. And then people will be way more aware when you're sitting there talking about it with your friends every weekend rather than stupid other things. I should do a poll on the Instagram and see, like, are you more comfortable talking with your to your friends about sex or money? <laughs> Be interesting to see. I'm gonna say people are sex. You think? Over money, yeah. I thought I had to be more specific. Like, would you share your income, your debt? That's probably that's enough. Your retirement, your investments. So, like, would you mm-hmm. share those three things, or would you share about your last? three sexual encounters consensual (laughs) consensual sexual encounters (laughs) i see (sighs) i don't know i just feel like it's easy to like look at someone and be like oh if if i'm looking on the outside i can see like your big problem is you doordash everything yes stop doing that you know what i mean yeah are you mad at me for calling your job a scam uh it is a little scammy the problem is a straight commission <laughs> so they're trying to get you sales because if you're not making any money you're not gonna last long i get that so they are really like push 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 and that's a terrible way to go about it and i hated going about it i that feel way. like it would have been different if you were not called a financial advisor if you were called an insurance salesman the only reason it would be it would be better so because that's what you did so the real term was uh you're like a i forget what the term the reason i was financial representative technically is what the term was is because i had my securities license but a lot of people did not yeah so they are life insurance people they could not give i don't think that you were intentional i don't believe that at the time you were like intentionally i don't want to it wasn't really scam is the wrong word shady shady is a better word like i don't think that it was like the best financial advice which is why i think insurance salesman would be a better term yes because it's like that's what you were doing was like selling life insurance or whatever correct um but but i will say the like i said i stand by the fact that you set my friend up with a roth ira so yeah you did some good for the world (laughs) i try and we did use that insurance after we got scammed into buying the (laughs) shaded into buying the insurance we we're able to cash out that life insurance policy. To life pay insurance could be a whole whole topic. A whole topic. Let's move on. <laughs> He's mad at me. Um, that's okay, right? I'm not mad at you. Yeah, guys, do you believe that? I, I don't. <laughs> okay, so the questions I have for the week. I feel like we could start with the funeral first. Great. Did you? Are you ready? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm curious to see where this is going to go. Okay, so, you know, every week I kind of ask, like, these questions and they, we dive into topics. You know what's hard about these questions? What's that? These are questions that I would normally ask you, like, just, like, as we're driving somewhere or eating dinner. And I can't because I'm saving it for the podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to know at, you want, you can, whatever, at your funeral, um... What do you hope people are saying about you? I like this question. I want people to say this. David was a real stand-up guy. (laughs) I hope my kids will become like him. I, okay, the beginning was a little um, 
what's the word cheesy <laughs> what am i trying to say I know. whatever yeah, i see what you're saying <laughs> but the end i hope my kids become like him i like that a lot yeah. i feel like that's that's a good honestly that's probably like the best compliment you could give a person would be i hope my kid becomes like you um because we've talked before and we're like how many people can we name that we're like man i hope uh, ellington grows up to be like that person not very few or we like pick out pieces uh yeah uh or we pick out pieces of of individuals yeah. and we're like man this quality is great about that but i don't know if there's one person that i'd be like damn if he was like that person if he was I'd a photocopy a carbon copy of this person like it would be great and and i mean you know we're human we have flaws so um if you're listening to this we're not <laughs> saying you're a terrible person we're just saying like it's hard to to find like those genuinely amazing good people and maybe i'm just jaded maybe i'm a jaded person <laughs> and i've like bled that onto you um but i like that anything else um there are you gonna ask this question there's something i'd want people yes. not to say yes i was gonna ask that but you no. know go ahead and smash my build up um okay <laughs> i guess what do you hope people aren't saying about you he was a dick okay that's <laughs> that's like half of the question you listen to the first half <laughs> what do you hope people aren't saying about you that's currently true today i'll stick with that you think you're a dick oh no okay so all right say that again like what's one of your flaws that you hope like people don't remember about you Ooh, that's a tough one okay you might have to come back (laughs) on that okay so what what is your line right now what what is your line what do you mean my line what what are you supposed to say next what does your script say want me to help you out yes so, Misha, what would you like for people to say about you at your funeral? <laughs> Remember, we're working on reciprocating conversation. You might want to write this down as what you hope people don't remember about you. I didn't even know you were on this podcast. Uh, this is David's <laughs> podcast. I'm just a guest host. Um, okay. Yeah, so what, what do you want people to say at your funeral? I want them to say... You wrote worded yours really well, except for the beginning cheesy part. But like, she is going to be, or was, I'm, I'm dead in the scenario. <laughs> she was her friends and her family's biggest supporters. She was their biggest cheerleaders. Like, mm. she, she was there. And I feel like I am. That's why I hope they say that about me. I feel like like I'm going to be there. I'm going to be buying your book. I'm going to be um, promoting your podcast. I'm going to be like commenting on your videos and stuff. If you're trying to like do something, I'm going to big up to you because I feel like that. I don't know. I just like to show up for people in that way. I think you do do that. And uh, I think any of your friends, if they ask, you know, they know you'd be there. I may not the be the best is- responder of texts. I may not come to book clubs but if you tell me i have an art show you best believe i'm gonna be there i'm probably gonna buy something yeah but the hold on so we were talking about this earlier are you a hype woman or do you tell people like it is no i'm a hype person (laughs) so i think that's can be bad though but not to me not in the, the way that i'm thinking of 
like I'm not saying I'm going to be the best advice giver in the world. I'm saying if you have something that you're passionate about, some project you're working on. Okay, you're going to support people I'm and their hobbies you. or passions. You got promoted at work. I'm, let's go out for a drink and like ch- cheers okay, to that. Okay, I, like, see, I see, I see, That's what I'm going to be. Like I am a cheerleader for you and like my people. I'm okay, not going to let you talk bad about yourself or like talk bad about your dreams. I'm not going to do that for you. I am going to like... You want to be the next Oprah? Let's go. Let's get there. How, what can I do to help you? I can watch your videos. I can share your videos. Like, I see. I see. Assuming that I agree with the message. All right. So your second question then: What do you? Uh, what do you want for that one? Wow, this is some solid conversation. Some repartee. <laughs> um, what do I hope that people don't remember about me? That's kind of a flaw in myself right now. And then they're not talking about it on my funeral? Yes. Is that the question you want to know? Yes. That so, mouthful of a question. So I am not known to be very forgiving. I, if you, if you wrong me once, that's enough. And I will just be done with you. And the way that I'm done with you is I, you're gone from my life. Like I don't, I'm not going to wish ill on you. But I no longer care what is occurring in your life. So I will just cut you off. That's not a good quality of mine. It's, it's a protective quality for, I'm sure, loads of, loads of great therapy reasons. But it's not, it's not a quality that I'm proud of. Like I have a hard, I hold grudges and I have a hard time forgiving or letting things go. Um, you know, I will bring up things um from years ago because I, if there's one thing i'm gonna remember it's what you did wrong i and, see and i that i is- don't love that about myself but it's a very strong quality of mine i'm i don't even know if i'd call it stubborn i'm just like you you messed up i'm i'm done <laughs> i'm the same way with my friends and their significant others though like if i think that your significant other is treating you terribly i don't really have room for like compassion for them um that's just how it's understandable but i think it's good that you acknowledge it and it's something you want to change because i think that is probably good to change we're like we said nobody's perfect so mistakes are gonna happen hopefully not too big of mistakes i'm not saying like you you you're late you know you're a late person bye friend i'm not gonna cut you off for that but like if you lie to me um, in a pretty big way, I'm. it's over. Like, I don't, I don't. I feel like I'm just, I don't even have the emotional, like, regulation to be like, maybe try to understand from their point of view. I just don't do that. Um, lucky which, for you. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, depending on the thing, I think that's fair, but also... I understand. I'm sure some it's, things you've taken to the extreme and people are like, wow, that is a little rough. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm working We're on working it. We're working on it. We're working on it. I don't know, but how do you think I could go about working on that? Well, maybe get rid of your one and done policy. So give people a second chance and then if they fuck up again, be like, okay, help, I tried. I don't know. I just, my mindset is like, if people show you who they are, believe them. Which is a flawed, I I know this is a flaw of mine. Like, I am very self-aware 
that this is a flaw of mine. I think it'd have to be consistent or like two big things, you know. If it's something like that is out of the ordinary, maybe they're just having a bad day, you know. Mm, I don't know. Your bad day doesn't give you a right to treat me like shit, <laughs> or my friend, or whoever I'm speaking about. I know nobody's perfect. <sighs> they should be though. I know everybody should strive. Everyone to be me. should be strive to be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What do you have? You figured out your answer? I think so. Okay. I think sometimes I uh, can be, like, not a great communicator. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it funny because you're supposed to ask me a question, right? And then you do it. And so now that's an example of poor communication. <laughs> uh, mainly I say that because, like, I'm terrible at responding to the text. Like, Yeah, you it, are. Like, if you text me while I'm at work might not get a reply until i'm like home and even then it's probably an hour later because i get home honestly some of your friends you text like days later and i'm like what is wrong i've tried tried to get i don't know how you have maintained friendships because (laughs) you know well i've always been like give me a chance to miss you (laughs) like i'm i don't talk to people daily like you you know what there's this thing like object permanence babies babies have it like if you if you hold a ball in front of their face and you move it in from their eyesight they no longer believe it exists it's just gone Hmm. that might be you you might believe people as object permanence like if you're not seeing them oh well and when you do see them you're like oh i like you you might be like like a baby (laughs) <laughs> wow, thanks. Uh, you so like yeah. a baby. Name that movie. Uh, Avatar. Next. Yeah, definitely would not have gotten that one. I've only seen it once. Um, so yeah, that's something I want to work on. Uh, How do you think you could be better at it? Respond in a timely manner um, is one thing. And also like check in with people more. Like there's a couple people that I like. You know, I know, like, man, you talk to this person, it's been like two weeks. Do you feel like with those people, you're initiating the. I'm the. I am not good at initiating it. Often it'll be the other people. Hmm. But when I'm ready to talk, I'll talk. You know what? I find. Um, I don't know. People might say this is toxic, though, but I'll just start talking anyways. Um, I don't feel like you're a bad communicator with me. I feel like you and I have pretty good communication skills. That might be because I force a lot of conversation. Um, but, well, do you also, think you are? Except for this podcast where you're supposed to reciprocate the question. Well, um, also, I was going to say, when I'm, when I'm saying bad communication, it's mainly like I'm not great at initiating the conversation or, like, responding immediately. Like, sometimes it'll take a couple hours for me to respond. But I do that intentionally. You intentionally ignore them? Sometimes. Uh, I don't really do the day thing anymore where I don't respond for days. At the latest, it'll be like the next morning. Um, but yeah, it's intentional. If I'm picking my phone up every two minutes to respond to people, I will get nothing done. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, there's a reason I do it. It's just, it's, it's, we do have to, I'm not, I'll, sometimes I get overwhelmed and I then I don't respond to people or like, I don't know how to say no. I don't want to go to this thing. So then I'll ignore a message. Uh, that's probably a flaw that of mine that I should work on. But for the most part, I would say I'm, I am reachable by text. 
Like, mm. if you text me or if you tell me, like, hey, can you talk? This is important. I will answer the phone. Yes. In those cases, I always do. Or what I used to like if people called me and um, I, I didn't answer because I'm doing whatever. Um, I usually, like, call them back a couple days later. But now I try and do a better job of being like, hey, can I call you tomorrow when I'm leaving work or yeah. something like that? Rather than completely ignoring the call and ghosting them until four days later. It is a wonder that you have maintained friendships. But you know it's interesting? Because I feel like a lot of my friends are this way. We sort of just... It might be a guy thing. I, 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 I'm curious to see a poll. On, oh, I gotta make two polls now. <laughs> cause, uh, Sex and uh, money. I feel like a lot of my male friends are this way. Gotta There's a few that will uh like initiate it but most of us i would say yeah i still would say you have two friends that i can think of off the top of my head who are like going to consistently call you like yes once a week usually when's the last time you had the outgoing call that wasn't to return their call Ooh, uh maybe like a month ago a month (laughs) and also yeah i know the two people you're talking about and yeah those are really the only two people i probably talk to like that I would say you used to do, your brother used to call him a lot and he used to call you a lot, but I feel like since moving back here, it's mm-hmm. the... We see each other more. We see more each other more, yeah. so it's it's less of a need. Um, I am not good at talking on the phone with my current, like, my schedule of life right now. I just, I suck at it. You have a very small window of time to talk to me, and then I have to be in the mood to talk. Also, if I miss your call a couple times, then I'll answer it eventually. Wow. It's not, you need to work on this too. I, but I will text or voice note my friends till cows come home. <laughs> I see. So, okay, so you're going to try to initiate some calls or some texts this week. I didn't say that. Not this week. Okay, uh, But maybe, in, maybe, you know, this this week. Maybe in winter when things <laughs> settle down. Exactly. This is Hopefully a bit, this you still is a have friends week. by then. <laughs> um... What, what am I supposed to be doing? How can I actively try to be a more forgiving person? Understand the other person's perspective mm. and maybe take that into My consideration before cutting them off. Their perspective is wrong. Maybe we need ten to work out on being a little times. more open minded. Nah, I don't think that's true. Um, what was you're I writing gonna, down? You're not going to get very far. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Okay. So I think our biggest, like our big chunk of this conversation, today's podcast topic is going to be about our five-year plan. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had one. It has. It has. Do you have like the notes from where we planned this before? Like we've done future plans before. Probably somewhere buried in my phone. Somewhere buried in your phone. (laughs) Because it'd be cool to see like where we are. Um like in comparison to where we thought it would be basically gotcha so okay anyways well let's dive in okay so i know the other thing is you um don't do tiktok so you have no idea what the world is talking about at least on my fyp do you know what fyp stands for no <laughs> it's for you page uh. on tiktok so it's like for you sometimes it gets a little scary accurate um i've heard well the other day it was like oh um it was like a video and it said you we all know somebody or we all have had beef with somebody named and then i put a a name there 
and the name was of like one of my ex friends. Um, so it's like a really it's a for you page. And I like typed. I was like, look, this algorithm is getting a little too specific. That's enough TikTok for today. <laughs> so I closed out. But so one of the questions that has been circulating the people that I'm asking is if it is somebody's birthday and they say, hey, we're going out to dinner for my birthday. Who, how is paying happening? Who's paying what? How do things get paid? What is your opinion? I'll tell you what the fact is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, everybody pays for themselves. We're all at an age where uh, we all pay for ourselves, unless I'm trying to be nice to that friend and be like, you know what, it's your birthday. I got you. <laughs> but I would go under the assumption whether I'm the person having the birthday or going to the birthday that everybody's paying for themselves. Or we're splitting the check evenly amongst all the people. So the debate currently is that so that's what a lot of people think and that's like what has been our experience is like either we're splitting it or paying ourselves individually um sometimes we'll throw in the birthday person and like no don't count them in the the splitting of the bill but like whatever um the latest thought is if it's your birthday and you invited all of us here you should be paying for all of us Oh yeah, I'm gonna pay for all ten of you to eat and drink and be merry. Cost a couple hundred dollars. So I think not. Well, if if your kid has a birthday and you host a birthday party, mm-hmm. you don't ask the other people, like the other parents, to pay for it. No, but kids versus adults, it's a different thing. <laughs> so I don't know. Like it, I kind of, I get it. I like, I get it. I get how they're saying, like, okay, if you wanted me to come out here for your birthday, um, you could have had a potluck in the park. You don't have to go <laughs> as a guest. If you don't want to spend the $30 to go to dinner with me, I don't know if I want you there anyway. You want to spend $30 on me to go to dinner <laughs> <laughs> Times 10, no. It's, it was it just brought up an interesting point. I would love to be able to do that one day. Yeah, I agree. Like, pick up the bill for, like, all those. Like, oh, don't worry about it. Just Everyone wants to feel like a baller. Um, Well, not a, just it's a nice thing to do. That too, yeah. You know, it's yes, it's cool to be able to pick up a whole che- a check for, like, 15 people and pay for it on a debit card. Like, imagine just putting, like, specifically the debit card down. Like, it's not the Chase Sapphire preferred. I know, cash money. That'd be cool. It's cash money. Um, So then someone else said... The problem is you guys are either, like the people who are expecting like the host to pay for everyone's um the birthday person to pay for everyone's food. Like, okay, you're not listening to the request. If someone says I'm hosting a dinner, then sure. If they're hosting dinner, then they should pay for whatever. But if they say, Hey, we're going to this restaurant mm, like, I agree with that. then you gotta be yes. ready to split. So, I agree. I yeah, it's different having people at your house. I feel like if you're having people at your house, sure, you can be like, oh, bring some of your own drinks if you want, but you should provide a majority of food and beverage. Yeah. So if it's kind of like if you're nowadays, if you're hosting a party at your house, do you think that you should be um, like providing a drink? Or I like, think you should have something to drink and be like, hey, this is what I'm going to have. If you don't like that, BYOB. Okay, okay. 
so here's another thing that I know that we sometimes don't see eye to eye on. If someone, if you bring drinks to someone's house, six pack of beer, 12 pack of White Claw, is it rude to take it back? <laughs> I've always been on the mindset you leave it there, which partially why I'd bring like a six pack versus a 12 pack is because I know that. I'm either going to drink them, which I hardly drink that many anyways <laughs> nowadays, but like, okay, I'm going to leave three there rather than bring a 12 pack and I'm going to leave nine there. But also, I've had it too where people are like, oh, I'll take it home with you. Then I'll take it because some people honestly don't want it at their house. But I don't know how I sort of grown up. It's always like you bring it and then you leave it. I, as you know. I see both sides. I disagree. I feel like if you're saying BYOB, it's, it's O. It's Y-O. <laughs> it's my own. So if I brought it, I'm going to bring it right back out to the car if I didn't finish it. I'm, I'm cool with that. And honestly, I think most of our friends are like that nowadays. Where if they but bring stuff- if I brought like a bottle of wine as a gift and I'm thinking like, oh, we'll probably drink this wine and we don't drink the wine, then the wine stays. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it depends on your friend dynamic, you know? So again, on TikToks. Um, when I'm first meeting people, I'm leaving that. But when I've been friends with you for 25 years, yeah, I might take my beer back home. <laughs> I just feel like it. I don't know. I just feel like it's, it depends on what you, did I bring it, like, be, and you don't have anything? Because if you don't have anything, now I'm supposed to supply the rest of your house with alcohol? Well, it was sort of nice, too. We had a friend uh, in San Diego where I'd always take it to their house and leave it there. And he'd always text me, like, I got beer from last time. So he's like, <laughs> it's, it's here. So I don't even have to bring it next time. Yes. <laughs> so then some people said, okay, let's say you know. Like, I know I'm only going to drink three White Claws. So you bring three White Claws. I'm fine with that, too. They're not fine. The internet isn't fine with it. Half of the internet isn't fine with that. I, I've, we have people that show up with grocery bags and, you know, two tall boys <laughs> in there. <laughs> it, one of our friend last time came, and uh, we bought, like, their ticket to, like, some festival. And he, like, really wanted a bottle of mezcal. And I, so he went out and he bought this bottle of mezcal, which was however much it was, 20, 30 bucks or whatever. And then he comes back. He says, okay, I have an idea. You just keep this bottle of mezcal. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't care. Um, so now we have a bottle of mezcal. But I don't, I don't know. It's just interesting. Like, the different dynamic, like, what people see as rude versus what they don't see as rude. Like, yeah, I think it's really depending on your dynamic with your friends. You, you should have, a, you should have a rough idea. Uh, well, that's kind of like not, the splitting the bill thing. Like, it took us a little bit to re- realize, like, okay. This group of friends, every single time, is going to just say, let's split it down the middle. Well, I think it also, too, when it gets to a certain point, you know, if it's like six of us and there's three couples, it should not be assumed that it's going to be split. But if there's like oh, we, 16 of you. No. If there are six of us and it's three couples, we're definitely splitting the bill evenly. Really? Yes. Yeah. I am not. I don't know. I just don't have time to be sitting here counting out who got three chips and oh that guacamole was extra and oh no like you owe me 484 for well i think that's sort of important to know how you're going to do things too because you also don't want to go there and your friends had five drinks each and you had none and here you are footing the bill for i think it would but like for the most part when i go out with friends and we split the bill like that we kind of like are aware so we're like okay that's all you need to know we're gonna but it wasn't always like that like i I feel like it took and also there were times when we were broke when we probably should have been like we're not going 
See, that's the other thing you want to respect people's. Maybe they don't got it on their budget, but also they sort of got to be like, we've had people actually go and be like, hey, I'm going to be on my own check, FYI. Which, yeah, but whenever they do that, they get the side eyes. Like, we're like, oh my God, okay. Well, Order at least dessert. they're staying in their budget instead of going into credit card debt. Yep. So I got to respect them. For but that. you know, I'm going to cut them off because I don't give them any second nah, chances. I hope not. I'm just, that was a joke. Guys. I know. That I know. was a joke. All right, so do you want to discuss our past, like, five-year plan? Do you or, have like, it? I do have something from October of 2019. So that's almost, what, three our years ago? Our fire plan as of 2019. It's about three years ago, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, let's see where we thought we would be here. What what notes we had swirling around in our freaking heads by then. Ooh, all right, you ready for this? So no. here's our, <laughs> our goals to complete before January 1st of 2021. Pay off Misha's car. Yes. We did that in October. I'm just going to do month and year. October of 2019. Uh, pay off your city credit. So we made that goal knowing we were going to complete it in like four days. I think so. <laughs> uh, pay off your city credit card. We did that in November of 2019. So a month later. Yeah. Pay off my old Jetta, which we did in March of 2020 uh pay off david discover um my discover credit card completed that january 1st of uh let's see yeah january 1st of 2021 and which was the goal which was the goal and the last one was pay off your best buy credit card completed that in uh july of 2020 okay so we hit all of those goals so we did hit all of those goals but um Here's some of the other things we sort of like side notes. Those are the main goals, but here's some side notes. Annual savings while paying off debt. We wanted to save $50 per month towards your IRA, uh, $50 per month towards my 401k, $60 per month towards a brokerage account, and the savings we wanted to have $2,000 in our emergency fund. Okay, so the my IRA, we do. That we do. We Yo. definitely do my 401k. Your 401k we way do. Way beyond that. Brokerage account, no. And then the savings were not quite there. Yeah, it's because we run, we run uh Which we've sort light. of adjusted that. Um, let's see. Okay, keep talking, keep talking. This is Our, a podcast, so your silence is just them listening to nothing. <laughs> Our monthly expenses by 2021, we wanted to have 3000 without including fund spending money, but then we updated it when we got our mortgage to $3,900. we are way so, over that. So that was For before, several reasons. Yeah, so that was before having a kid, which probably has contributed to that. Yes, and also you got a car. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's all the, the excitement of our five-year goals. Um, we did have on here cut expenses. A few things that we had listed was lower our weekly fund spending amount to 150, which we'd like doubled it, which we're at like 400 right now. And at that time, apparently in our budget, that would have given us an extra 400 per month compared to our current budget. Oh, okay. So we probably had it at, um, like 200 or 250 or something. Hmm. And then we said refinance student loans. Well, thank God we didn't do that. That would have been dumb. 
<laughs> um, yeah, because I don't think you can refinance federal loans. You'd have to do like private loans, you right? You can. You can refinance them, but they're going to be private loans once you Yeah, do which would have so been... we would have been... Shitty. Screwed. So, yeah. I know a lot of people did, which sucks. Um, you know, it's sort of cool that uh, this is three years later. So, we have achieved a lot of the debt goals. And then I think having the kids sort of changed our, like... Um, Actual expenses and, and budget plan yeah but overall not too bad uh the other things i have to note for 2020 we wanted to pay off 20,000 in debt 2021 we wanted to pay off 24,000 in debt and 2022 we wanted to pay off 24,000 in debt i feel like we came close to some of those numbers 2022 yeah. i don't even know what we've done i've like stopped tracking that but it wouldn't be hard to figure it out and then this is our thought. So this was our thought after the debt, the debt is paid off. Save 24000 per year. So probably like retirement mostly. Uh, 10% return. So shoot for a 10% return. Uh, at that time, before we had a kid, we thought we could live off of 40000 per year. Now and, what do we think? Uh, when we talked about it, I, I said probably like 80000 Um so, so that's we doubled. doubled it. Yep. And then our goal, so I think this was like a rough fire goal, which actually makes sense, of $1 million. And then we doubled it. So. And I had at that, like if we followed that plan of what everything we just talked about, uh, 17 years to retirement from 2019, and that year would be, hold on, uh, around, around the year 2040. So now what do we, you don't know. Um, all right, cool. Well, math and I might not add up on that, but previous, roughly. Previous us to now us. All right, you want to talk about what our goals are? What I'll start with you. What are your goals? Oh, man. Well, I don't know. So in five years, I'll be 35. All right. Um, Ellington will be six, mm-hmm. and he'll be in the first grade. Ooh, like, that's crazy to think about. This moment, he'll be in the first grade. <laughs> My thought is no debt outside of the mortgage. I like that. But I think I want to pay extra on the mortgage. Yeah, even I agree. if it's not like even if it's like hundred dollars a month or something. Yeah, like yeah, maybe more than that, but not not all of the money, but a good chunk of it. I want to be retired by forty-five. So mm, if okay. if I'm thirty-five. I don't know what the numbers are, years. but 45, so whatever the numbers look like, I want to be on track to retire by 45. Um, I want Ellington to be on track to have 100000 by the time he is 18 in his brokerage account. Or Ooh, I do like that one. Do you have any thought? Did you have that job? Which basically would be $8,333 like a year? What, they would have to save? Yeah. Year mm. doesn't sound right. But um, something. Okay. It's either a month or a year. Oh, that might be right. Because if you're saying like we have 17 years left times that. So yeah, 17. No. Okay. $8,333 times 11, which would be how many more years he has, is $91,000. So I see. If we are, if we're on, he should have at least $8,000 in his investment account and within the next five years yes okay okay so that so that he's on track to if we continue to invest eight thousand every year gotcha um, he'll okay. have a hundred thousand gotcha well we'll have it because it's in our name but 
Yeah. He'll have it. Which, I don't know. Well, with probably, invest, like, that's not even amount invested. That's just, like... Savings. I want... Saving. Well, no. In his brokerage account, I want him to have $100,000 by the time he's 18. Oh, yeah. If we're saving 8000 So 8000 times 11 is $91,000. That's assuming it, the market does nothing. Yeah, yeah. Zero percent so, growth. Um, oh, that's definitely... I think that's doable. Um... Do you want to talk about that? Or me keep going on my list? Uh, go ahead. And then I'll chime in with mine at the end of yours. Okay. Um, so I, work-wise, I think I want to be working only nine months out of the year um, and have summers off with Ellington mm-hmm. for as long as he wants to hang out with me during the summers. I see. So I think that's a good call. either at my current job, I would ask them if I could be like some sort of contracted part-time person or if they're just like fine you can work nine months and then three months you won't work or like you just don't get paid for those three months whatever i'd I'd work with them and see if they do it if they don't then i am totally cool with being a substitute teacher because i feel like i have substitute teacher vibes i feel like you would hate being a substitute teacher i think i would love being a substitute teacher because i don't know that I'd be a great every single day teacher, like where I teach the same kids every single day and I create my lesson plan. I think I'm the cool fun sub who comes in and either does the lesson plans of the that or pr- prints it out, or I come in and I'm like, hey guys, I got a cool We're thing. We're watching the movie. No, <laughs> no, we play like games, like, um, you know. I gotcha. Green door. You'd be, you'd be the fun substitute teacher that everybody would want you to fill in for the class when their teacher is gone. Yes, like grandma hates coffee but loves tea <laughs> that game i play with them and it would last the Never whole 40 it. minutes you have heard of it and you don't like these type of games so ah. um yeah i could see that then that's good that you sort of have a backup plan yeah so i mean we'll see and if not i mean i don't know i'm also trying to be retired by 45 and work part-time for those last 10 years so i don't know you know how that's gonna work but it's just something to think about something that would be like my end goal Probably would require me to do some more investing. I think it's before then, but I think it's real realistic though too. I just don't want to have to like put him in like an after an after or a summer camp thing for three months. Like I would love to just hang out with him. Not that there's anything wrong with him. Like our kid is in daycare, but I would love to just have summers with him when he actually understands and can make memories that matter. Like. I just think that would be cool. So Makes sense. I'm sure he'd enjoy that as well until he's a teenager. Yes. And he's going to hate us. But. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll talk. Okay. That's like half of my list. So. All right. Why don't you, want me you to chime start in? talking? I, I have a lot of the similar ones. Uh, the big three I have were debt-free. So that doesn't include the mortgage, though. I like your add-on of paying more towards the mortgage. I think yeah. that would be good. Um, for me, I had... 100,000 in uh, retirement accounts. I think that's realistic. In five years, you're going to have $100,000 in retirement accounts. Between us both, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. You think, you think that's ambitious? Yeah. Given the current rate at which we're investing, yes. Yeah, we got, well, hopefully over, after like another year or two, we'll, uh, we will be throwing more at it but 
So there's that. You know what? I'm glad we have this written down. I'm glad we're recording it. Then <laughs> in five years, when we listen back and we replay it, and-, and when we have a quarter of a mil, I'll be like, I told you. Um, the big, last big one I have is making six figures. I like that goal. What? I don't. It is my goal, like to make six figures. But then I started thinking, like. Do I want to make six figures? So with mine, there's a caveat. It doesn't have to necessarily be from my career. If it's from like hobbies or a side gig or whatever, in total, I want to be making six <laughs> figures. I support you. I'm very excited for you. I believe you can do anything. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? My goal is laughable? I just think it's... I am... I'm laughing because you're saying like hobbies or a side gig, none of which you have currently. Correct. Like, what is your current hobby? Five years out. What is your current hobby? Okay, okay. So, like, for example, um, okay, I'm probably not going to do this, but like (laughs) a YouTube channel in addition to my regular job, like in total, my total income is six figures. If we buy a rental property if we rent out airbnbs like okay you see what i'm saying i see what you're saying it just was funny to me that you said a hobby or side gig because none of those things you currently have so it's just it was just comical that's why this is part of my five year i okay okay (laughs) i I support you and i believe in you and all that you can do um i used to want i i want six figures like i do but will I get to six figures and be like, now I want 150. Now I Probably. want a net want six figures or gross six figures, whatever. The I feel is. like that's one of those things you always want more. And so... Because you'll probably have a little bit of lifestyle creep and you're like, I need to make more money. I... I... We can talk about this in a, in a moment. Well, this is like my next thing. So essentially, do you want to live in this house? Within five years now, I think we'll definitely be out of this house. Because we've sort of already said, once Ellington can shower on his own, that man needs his own bathroom. I don't... I go back and forth on if I want to move or not. Um, really? Why don't you tell everybody what you did this it's weekend? It's on the list. <laughs> so we went to open house. So we went to the open houses. Um, we went to three... We'll come back. We're... This is the podcast, guys. Um, so we went to three open houses this weekend. And really, the only reason we went is because I pulled up Zillow, as one does, on a Sunday afternoon. And my filters had already been set to, like, um, the city that we live in and, like, a pool. Like, those are, like, that's what I like to look for. So I have always said my dream house has, like, acreage upon acreage so that we can have a pool and a tennis court and a winery which i've now actually had to cut out the winery oh really because i can't garden i grew like seven foot tall weeds so i've banned myself from growing another living thing um (laughs) child included Uh, so i can't have the winery because i can't tend to grapes because they're alive (laughs) and i would kill them so that's that's out but so this this property that that came up in an open house um well had a pool and a tennis court it did half and, acres so not terrible amount of acres yeah but like and all the freaking pool and a tennis all court. the acreage was in the front which i really really liked 
Um, cause it was just like a beautiful, like Corner trees, there's the tennis court, there's the pools. Um, you know, I'm curious if it's in contract. <laughs> I'll have to look. Probably not because it started off at like 525. And when we went to do the open house, it had been on the market for 90 days and it was at like 460. And the guy was like, oh, we're about to drop it again to 450. Like you could probably come in under that. Because I was <laughs> excited. Like I was, we walked through the house twice, which usually people who walk through the house twice are going to put an offer in. I think that's a, <laughs> that's a statistic. Oh, really? No. No. I mean, wow. though. Um, <laughs> what? I just made it up. Um, so we went to the open house. Then I was like, oh, look, there's signs for another open house. Let's go look at those. So the second house we go to is like beautiful. Um, outside. I feel like the outside was really, really yes, pretty. Yes. The inside, it wasn't like bad. It was just like it's old. Like, like an old, old person lived and, there. And pieced together. Yes. They literally did two or three different add-ons at various stages and you could sort of tell it just seemed like a it didn't flow yes together like the closet was huge it was literally the size of an office um do you remember that i do it is sort of like awkward too like it is like it is a walk-in closet but it's literally a room yeah it's it had like there was a computer in there in like, like a desk like it, it was, was very weird it was great was there i don't think there was a basement in that one though no. I don't think there was a basement. They did have a hot tub. And a deck. A really nice deck. And then a really nice, like, side Backyard. patio. Oh, yeah. And the yard. It was really, like, it was very pretty. I would be, like, excited if my friend owned it. Yeah, we it's, uh, we definitely did not like the layout. It even was also 780 Yeah, I was going to say, even if we could afford this house, I did not like it. $780,000. And so... We left that house. Luckily, we got to sneak out before the realtor could find us because there was another couple who came in, and I was like, let's go, 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 go. We definitely ghosted. Um, and then I was like, oh, let's go up to this one up the road. So we're driving up this, there's a gate you have to go through, and there's this long, 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 like, road. I don't even want to call it a driveway. Private driveway, basically. And um, we get there, and David's like, no, 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 no. We have yeah, to get like, out of the Yeah, we cannot even like, go in turn this around. house. Because it, it clearly was a huge, like... They had a four-car garage. That had it looked like upstairs. I'm pretty sure had like a loft or like a living An area, or some sort of room. Um, so David was like, "No, no, no, we can't go. We can't go." And I was like, "Who cares?" Like to me, I will go to open houses all day, every day because the realtor really doesn't Sometimes care. Sometimes probably bored. Honestly, they're they're really like, "Ooh, I get to tell this the homeowner like, oh, 15 people came by." That is true. So they don't care. Um, but they don't care. Also, they don't know how much you make. We could afford it. We could be app developers. They don't know. We could yeah. be TikTok stars. Well, that's what we were sort of talking about. Like, you can't write anybody off nowadays because we could have created an app. We could have done this. Like, you don't you don't yeah. know people. Yeah. So. We haven't, but. Um. So, anyway. So, we go in this house and it is. It's ginormous. giant. It's giant. Like, the living room is huge. Like, probably the size of our house. Um, no, that, that's not a joke. <laughs> you you look out there was a pool and then there was the river so it's like right on the river um the kitchen was like pretty nice like what i hated about that house it had like an updated kitchen there was so many cabinets like it had probably 20 foot ceilings cabinets up to the dang ceiling like so, cabinets you're not even gonna put stuff in because you can't is, even reach them but people like cabinets go up to the ceiling because then no dust gets on top of them so even if you don't use them it's nice to not have like them get clutter or dust it like stays 
clean. I wish I would have taken a picture. It was cabinet overload. I felt overwhelmed. I liked the kitchen. Um, You liked so like going down the stairs was like a glass railing almost. Oh yeah. How I explain it? You're like, oh, this is cool. I was like, this is gonna be covered in fingerprints. (laughs) No. Um, At one point, Ellington realized he could hear his echo, which I don't think he's ever heard. So he was just like Yelling. yelling throughout this giant house. Um, but you go downstairs, there's a gym, and you go into this other room, and there's, like, the master bedroom, which has a bathroom, and then all these side bedrooms, which had bathrooms. But the I'm, side bedrooms, I thought, were small. I thought they were small, but they were all suites, which I have never seen. Every suites, single as in, like, they had a bathroom on them, which was... A full bath. Cool, I guess, but, like, I don't know. I've never seen a house that has a full bath in every single bedroom. So... We, like, literally, everybody has their individual bathroom. Yes. That would be sweet. I guess. <laughs> we don't even have that many. Like, each of us would have a bedroom. <laughs> so, like this house, I guess, technically. Um, so, we left, and we didn't get to sneak out as easily on that one. We had to... David had to talk to the lady. Um, she is like... <laughs> it's funny when we were leaving. She's like, so what do you think? She's like... Uh, uh, like out of the price point, like just not your type of house. I was like, it's a little too much house for us. Yeah. And then this, when I said that, we didn't even know the price. I think you grabbed a flyer. No, I our, looked it up. Oh, you looked it up. One point three million. One point three million dollars. <laughs> and she's like, well, for the price, you're getting three acres on the river. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is Columbus. Get out of my face. Like, yeah. I don't, to me, so, okay, the reason I brought up this whole long tangent is because you mentioned, like, oh, you wanted to buy a new house and la la la. But honestly, the one house I wanted to buy was not, the only thing exciting really about it was the, the pool um, and the tennis court, which is, I, I really like that. But it wasn't this, like, immaculate, huge house. It was a normal person house. It was. And actually, it was crazy. As of the three houses we looked at that day, that we liked that favorite. one the most. The most normal house. So, because looking at, like, this, even the, the middle house, like the $770,000 house or whatever it was, um, I was just like, I don't see the need for this much space. Yeah. And that wasn't even that huge. You got a bunch of empty house. rooms. Yes. But you got to fill with junk. And I just, then we went and saw that closet, right? And that one, the middle house. And I was like, I, how what do I need this many clothes for? I was thinking that too. I was like, we could maybe fill together a quarter of that closet. And so I, this is why I started thinking like, do I need a hundred thousand dollar salary? Because what am I going to do with it? Like once I fund my retirement, what am I doing with this money? Well, partially why I said a hundred six figure salary was one to help fund retirement yeah. even more, and then two. Um, I mean, I got some things I like to buy, some toys, so... Oh, yeah, you're a car weirdo. All <laughs> I want to do is travel, and that's... So that was what was hard for me. Like, I really wanted to buy the house, and I was, like, ready to make an offer, so we went home and, like, looked at the budget, and David... Um, I knew I read ...let me, like, go on this little unraveling roll road, which I feel like you've learned you kind of have to let me do sometimes. I know, And then I'll pull myself back in. I knew what it was going to be, and I just said, do your thing. So I was like, okay, let's say it's it's $3,000 mortgage a month, right? And so I was like, okay, that's $1,600 more. So that, like, shrinks the amount of money we have for extra spending. It shrinks the amount of money we have for, like, retirement or whatever. Paying off debt. And any other goals, right? And so then I... Sat there and I was like, 1600 I don't know how to do 
times 12. So I always do times 10 and then just assume it's a little bit more. So 1600 times 10 months is $16,000 a year. I could literally take a three month vacation with that money. Yeah. And I'm, that's the kind of stuff I want to do. I want to travel and go somewhere. I don't, I don't Versus care. Versus being married to a house. Basically. As much as, yes, I don't care about having a house that's super cool and super amazing, which is why I started thinking maybe I don't want to leave this house. Like maybe we just start making some upgrades to this house if we feel that that's like would make the house better. But I think where I've settled is there's definitely a different style of house that I want, which I think we've talked about this before, so I won't talk about it. But um, I think once we get into, I don't need a big mansion, basically, is what I've come to terms with. I do want a different style of house that is a normal house. So if we and get if another house, this, what would be the one thing that you'd want that this one doesn't have? I definitely want a like uh, a traditional basement that is like livable, like you can have it as like game room or movie room or whatever. Um, you know, your normal floor that has no bedrooms and then upstairs has bedrooms big reason i like this is because in the basement i want to be able to like or even the lower the middle level i won't be able to like watch tv or do whatever i'm doing play video games and like people can't hear me they're trying to sleep in this house you can hear everything you just put a door at the top of the stairs <laughs> so that's uh one of like the mandatory requirements and then two i definitely want to have at least like two and a half baths because like i said ellington's getting his own bathroom See, I I don't even think I want... I don't even know if I care about having two and a half baths anymore. Like, one, um, we don't ever use this bathroom. This, this one down this here? This half bath, we very rarely use. Speak for yourself. How <laughs> often are you in this bathroom? How often are you replacing the toilet paper in this bathroom? This bathroom, I probably use at least a couple times a week. I could not tell you the last time I used that bathroom. <laughs> and so for me, I'm like, okay, so we think we need two and a half baths. Fine, I'll give you two full baths. I'll give you that. But what do we need half? I say the half bath because one, I want our master bedroom to have its own in, you know, suite. And then um, the other one will be obviously like in the hallway or whatever. And then one on the main floor that people can use when they're over. Mm. I don't care. We used to have a house or an apartment had the bathroom literally in the bedroom. In Mir Mesa. I know. That sucked. Because now we're about to tromp through our room. Eh. I don't know. I mean, if, I think if it for was a me, long time, I wanted a huge house. I wanted a huge yard so I could entertain like the HGTV folks. But like, I feel like as I'm getting older, I don't care about that stuff anymore, which is why I go back and forth on if I want a new house. I want a pool. That's all I want is a pool. If we put a pool in the backyard, I would never have to leave. <laughs> never. I see. Well, I think I think our next house could be our, not forever home, but our like house Ellington is going to grow up in. I also... That's not going like, to be I this maybe, one. I, we could live here until we're like 60. No. Or till let's see, how old are we now? Forty-eight. We live here till we're forty-eight. No, I, I, I don't. Imagine like if we didn't have a mortgage. Much. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> All right, whatever, whatever. Um, okay. Anything else about our five-year plans? Live in the state. As in, you want to? Do you? That's a question. Uh, live I don't in the know. state. 
<laughs> uh, I'm open to staying here probably, but I'm also open to leaving for the right opportunity. Opportunity? What does that mean? Like, I don't know. If we go somewhere and we love it, then I'd be willing to move there. Eh. I feel like I'm I'm content with Ohio. You are not. We are going to move to Canada two months ago. Oh, I was still moved to Canada, if that's on the table. But you didn't <laughs> want to move there, so we're still here. <laughs> or you're going to go to New York or wherever. Oh, yeah. I was going to go live with Brittany. <laughs> so, I don't believe you. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. I think that's it. Uh, do we want to move? I think that was... Uh, main thing so is there anything else uh, we're missing you know uh, oh, how I many th- kids do you want i think some people are gonna say you're i don't know do people care about smart goals i understand if you no, do these I are not care. smart goals. i don't care these are like mm-hmm. rough ideas of what we think how many kids mm-hmm. one <laughs> the kid i have that's perfect that's all that's all i could ask for this may change but as of right now i'll be so excited one. for you and your second wife <laughs> and you welcome um, Ellington's half sibling into the world. No, no, no. He he's good for now. He's good forever. <laughs> I I would not trade him for a million dollars, but I would not buy a carbon copy of him for twenty five cents. So <laughs> Wow. I love him. He's this. great. He's amazing. I hope you do listen to this one day. <laughs> but I I think I am the best parent of one child. I just feel like that's like my peak. Don't screw it up. Yeah, I think uh, we are not ready to take on two. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, is there anything else on the list? I think that's it. Oh, when do you want to retire? Um. Ooh. You don't know. You don't care. Yeah, I, I do. So I think retirement, I definitely, I don't want to have to go to work because I got a pay bills i'd love to get to the point where i can basically wake up and do whatever i want but i know there is for me i'm gonna have to have something i do consistently every day it's not like i can just wake up every day and be like what am i sorry what am i gonna do today so that's my that's my retirement thing i don't want to have to work hopefully i can find something i enjoy doing every single day that's not gonna fund my life your retirement sounds like my worst nightmare What's your retirement sound like? Doing literally whatever I want every day with no set plan. Mm, Maybe yeah. I volunteer That's not my personality. Like twice a week. I'm a routine And I travel. I have a beach house. These are my retirement goals. You have fun going to your job of passion. I'm going <laughs> to be in Greece. Well, what I'm saying is what's nice about mine is if I'm like, eh, I'm tired of doing this. I can quit and then go do whatever the heck I want. I can, there is not one job I can think of that I would be like, ooh, I hope I get to do this every day until I am ready to eat worms. Like, <laughs> I just, it's work. Well, if you love doing okay, it. Okay, John Lennon or whoever work? said that. It's definitely not John Lennon. No. Was it Ben Franklin? I don't know. all right well you want another people's business sure okay so i got this one from tiktok and it's it's like a reddit post but it's been deleted it's no longer on reddit because um 
Reddit took it down. Really? Or okay. Whatever. So Ooh, spicy. Um. Okay. You ready? Yep. Am I the asshole for telling my wife I shouldn't be poor each month while she still has a ton of money? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you want more information? Hey everyone. Why? Why do people start like this? <laughs> hey everyone. Me, thirty-five male, and my <laughs> wife, thirty-six female. So that's us. In no, I'm I'm younger than you. We should shut up. Have been married for three years. I have two children from my first marriage, 17 and 13, mm. and she has four, 17, 15, 12, and eight, I think. Um, and these people are 35 and 36? Yes. And they have 17-year-old kids? Yes. Oh, you judging people for, man. I'm not that. Dang, that's okay. So what is that? 35 minus 17? They probably had kids when they were like... 17, 18. Yep. Dang, that's you act like you don't know anybody with this. Who <laughs> that's, that's just funny thing about. Oh, go ahead. Um, I have 50-50 custody of my kids, and she has full custody of her kids. And their dad was is way behind on child support, so she provides all their financial support. I want to preface this by saying my wife and I keep our finances separate. My wife makes more than double than I do. She gets $50 an hour, and I get 22 It's always been like that. We agreed when we moved in together, we would split the bills equitably based on our incomes. So that basically means like you're not going to split it 50 50 because yeah, I got you. you don't make percentage, basically. I know you got me. I'm explaining this to, to everyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you make 30% more, then you would pay 30% more so that it's equitable in your income. <sighs> she ended up, oh, wait. And we would split bills like, okay, I already said that. She ended up covering basically all household household expenses, mortgage, utilities, cable, internet, food, etc. <laughs> I would cover one week's worth of groceries and my car payment, car, uh, that's probably like gas, and motorcycle, oh, car, motorcycle insurance, gas, cell phone, vapes, etc. <laughs> vapes. <laughs> um, this all changed when I wrecked my car earlier this year. I went shopping with my wife for a new car and i really wanted an suv my wife made me look at cars too because they're a lot cheaper but i had my mindset <laughs> sorry <laughs> when we sat down to finance it they told me my payments would be about 850 dollars a month versus about 380 a month for a car i decided on the suv and my wife seemed pissed mm, i know the feeling buddy <laughs> Um, okay, anyway, my insurance readjusted after the accident, and with my car payment and other expenses, I barely have $100 in expendable income each month. My wife has fun money and still throws a lot into savings. I have to, like, find out where this, because I have to switch things. Do Oh, there it is. And still throws a lot into savings and projects around the house. I was speaking about being frustrated about this with my sister, and she mentioned that a sign of financial abuse is limiting access to household money. So I approached my wife and said, I want to combine our, our accounts. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see why this got deleted. Um, that I shouldn't have to live like a pauper while she <laughs> has money to throw around. <laughs> and she told me that it was my own decision that led me to not have a lot of disposable income and that if we want to discuss a budget for fun money for each of us each month we could i got really upset and told her it isn't loving for her 
or right for her to have so much left while I barely have two pennies to rub together. (laughs) Things got heated and I'm staying at my sister's house for the weekend. I don't think wanting things to be even is so wrong, but my wife thinks that if I got a cheaper car, I would have had more money. So am I the asshole? (laughs) I feel like this is semi-us. It's half related. Do you? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but I definitely don't think you should have went and got a $850 car payment. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. This guy. This yeah, guy. Yeah, you might need to cut out some vapes. He like. is... We can't... Probably can't buy any vapes. He has $100 every month. Because his insurance went up after an accident, which happens. Yeah. Um, He saw the budget. If he would have had got the $350 car, he'd have $600 every month. 500 no oh, well, 600 okay because yeah, he yeah. has 100 so okay, yeah he'd have 600 and now he has 100 because of his own dumb decision well so he said that his wife went shopping for the suv so i wonder did she want this suv too or did it say no, like she said he she went shopping with them okay and he really wanted an suv okay because he said my mind was set on this car okay yes and okay. she said look at cars they're gonna be cheaper Look at car. Oh, oh, okay. I, all right. I look see. at small so, car. Look yeah. at Ford Focus. Look at a compact car instead of okay. an SUV because it's going to be cheaper. Now, what? Well, not only that. What gas car is eight hundred and fifty dollars a month? What? What? What are we looking at here? Eight hundred fifty dollars a month. Yes, that's got to be like a fifty thousand, so sixty thousand dollars car. So the Audi that I had was five hundred thirty dollars a month. That was what, and that was 35? like thirty two thousand. So he has to be looking at like forty thousand dollar plus car. Probably more. Or has terrible credit. Yeah. I'm... Yes. You are the asshole guy, I think. I declare he's the asshole. So, I think... Yes, I agree he's the asshole. If he... He should have, like... If he wanted to combine finances, he should have maybe did that before this $850 car purchase. He wants to combine finances because he has no money. Yeah. After he made this decision on his own. First of all, for her... For his sister to say... Um, financial sign of financial abuse is limiting fun, access to household money. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. They do not have household money. They have split finances, which they agreed upon when they did this. This woman is paying for the mortgage, utilities, cable, internet, and food, and he covers a week of groceries. A week of gro. He's not even paying for all of one category. <laughs> Yeah, I th- this this guy's wrong clearly. Like this is they didn't even split this equitably because he's what is he paying for his own stuff, his own debt yeah, she, and bills. Basically, she makes so much that she covers a majority of. I don't their think this expenses. is split equitably based on percentage. I don't believe that there. She makes tw- one times as much as him, twice as much as twice him. as much as she more than twice as much as him. Okay, she also has four kids. That she's got to pay full custody for because the dad is not paying child support. So, uh, I'd love to know what this guy is giving to his kids for 50-50. I just... This man made his own poor decision in getting a car that was way, way, way too expensive. Yep, he did. And then to try to come up and say, this is financial abuse. Given the fact that he's provided, this is not financial abuse. Financial abuse with withholding household money is we agree that like we share income or like you're a stay-at-home mom and so like 
while you don't have your own income, I can't restrict you from spending this money because it's not my money, it's our money. Yeah, that is he, not what's he, happening he, he here. He made a bad financial decision. And now he's trying to dig himself out of it by being like, let's combine finances. Like she's not already carrying the entire load of this house. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Basura. Basura. <laughs> I feel like you're giving him the benefit of the doubt. I feel like you feel sad for this guy. And I feel like he is a child who deleted his Reddit post. I'll feel sad for that guy. It's <laughs> uh, <that's> crazy. <laughs> Like, Do you feel like you could relate to him? Uh, yeah, but even when I was looking at a car, I didn't run my budget down to where I had a hundred dollars extra. You also contributed half of the yeah of the house, like you did half of everything. So correct, yeah. Where he is paying for, you think that this is an equitable split? Uh, it might be. I mean, if her income is that much higher than his, he's the only thing he's paying for is they, groceries. If they have for if, one week. Was it groceries for a week? No, he said he said some other things. His car, his gas, his vapes, his car and motorcycle insurance. So the only combined thing, thing is, is one week, week of, groceries. of groceries. You know, maybe they did a good job of having lower low monthly expenses. Mortgage, utilities, cable, internet, food. That's mm. everything she's paying for. There is no way that that's equitable. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Even if the mortgage was $8, this is inequitable. Oh, I see. Okay, I, I see what so you're if, saying. I think, if, they're saying. I think they're saying equitable as in he added up all of his expenses, added up all of hers, and he basically just has enough to cover his expenses and one week of groceries. You are not contributing to the household. Yeah. I'm mad at this guy. That's why he deleted his he, post. He messed up. Well, he should have admitted that instead of deleting the post. And now it's only living forever on TikTok and my phone. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that was a great episode. Or it was of uh, two ramblings of people who are just sharing their goals for five years. And if you still follow us in five years, who Let's knows? see where we are. Let's see. I've had my account for three years. so well, The good thing is I write a lot of notes on my phone. And, I mean, I'll have some... I'll probably have them on here, so. There we go. All right. Well, anything else? Um, okay. How do we sign off? We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> my name is Misha. You can follow me at Refilling My Wallet. Um, I will post some of those polls tomorrow. We're going to get this out on time. How exciting. Yay. Wednesday. It took, took two days to do it, but we did it. It did take us two days in like eight parts, but we did it. <laughs> yeah. So sorry if it seems a little choppy. Um, you can't really follow David, but... Um, Maybe one day when he has his side hustle of YouTube, <laughs> um, we can uh, you can follow him. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.